Hey, and welcome to the Humanity Church Podcast. So excited that you're here. We hope that you enjoy this week's talk and it really connects to your life in a meaningful way. If you're live in the Pomona area, we would love to have you at one of our gatherings at 10 a.m. or at one of our humanity groups that meet all throughout the week all over the city. If you want more information about our community, you can go to www.humanitychurch.com or download our app on your phone on Apple or Android. If you like what you're hearing here and want to continue to support the ongoing work at Humanity, you can text the word Humanity Church, one word, to 77977 and give back financially in just about 10 seconds. Hey, and here's this week's talk that was given live at our Sunday gathering at Humanity Church. Hi, I'm Scott. I'm a communicator here, and um, I'm a super professional um, at this. So uh, anybody watching the Olympics at all? Anybody? Okay. Anybody see ads for Peloton or any, you know, like thing like that? What about ads on YouTube for, uh, you know, some shredded guy that's selling you something? You know, you ever see stuff like that? Like, if you want to look like me in 30 days, you know. But that's like going to the gym to me is like, it's been on my, I obviously, you don't get a body like this from eating right and exercise. But um, you, <laughs> I just, like, what are you supposed to do, you know? There's some guy, eat nothing but plants, eat nothing but meat, eat nothing but superfoods, whatever those are, eat mushrooms. I mean, you know, like, there's so many things. Do I work out every day? Do I work out every other day? How long do I take a rest in between my sets? Like, there's so many things. There's too many things. And it kind of, like, especially when it's, like, being served to you in an ad, it's just, like, it's scammy. Let's be honest. It just feels wrong. So, but... I think that's how a lot of us view religion. It's scammy. It feels wrong. Who's this guy? You know? I'm, you know, I'm your guy this morning. So <laughs> here I am. Um, the end goal, though, like, might be to be holy or, you know, to have peace of mind, to have oneness or, you know, whatever. Whatever you're looking for. Maybe to fill in gaps you don't understand. Like, there's just stuff I don't know. There's got to be a God. Stuff like that, you know. What about, what about God? When you think about God, is, is he the shredded dude on, on YouTube selling you stuff? You know, what comes up in your mind? You know, hippie Jesus, <laughs> reps for Jesus. Do you think of like, you know, nothing? Do you think God is everywhere? Do you think God is nature? Like, you know, what, what, what comes up in you? Does bitterness come up? Loneliness? Abandonment? Does that come up? Does for some, me sometimes, not gonna lie. And whether you, whether you, you know, want to get physical results or you want to get quote-unquote spiritual results, I think it's safe to say one thing you're going to look at is who's selling it and what are the results, right? Because, <laughs> like, a lot of these guys that are selling stuff, I don't think they do the program they're selling. I'm just going to say that, you know? <laughs> like, I don't think these guys are, you know, eating, you know, 50 pounds of bacon or whatever. Um, that's not a thing. Uh, so the verse I have... Um, by the way, can we give a hand to the technical team today? It's an absolute miracle. They are a gem. We had some stuff that was bad happened, and they're doing amazing. So if it can be on the screen, it's rather long. So if it's not on the screen, you'll just have to pay very close attention. It's Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 through 9. Have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself 
taking the form of a bondservant or slave, and being made in the likeness of men. Being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And for this reason also, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him a name that is above every name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Where's the organ? Do, 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 do. All right. So when this passage series, when I, what came up for me is I, the Bible, verses like this are so important to me because I think if you don't understand Christianity enough, it's a stupid religion if you don't understand it. It makes no sense. And I'll get into some really cynical questions for you. <laughs> but verses like this are crucial for me to have understood Jesus I could not stay in this faith unless I had this understanding myself. So I thought it'd be a good time to go through the entire gospel in six minutes. So according to the scriptures, Jesus, if he's the one selling you something, he set this example, right? He died a brutal death, had a crown of thorns put on his head. He's bleeding everywhere. His arms are being pierced with nails. He is literally suffocating to death by blood filling his internal cavities. That's what crucifixion does. Go God. So he's not asking for us to do anything from a place of not understanding, right? He's done it. But it also says have this attitude in yourselves. What does that even mean? Have this, so am I supposed to die? Yes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Obey to death, but be raised. That's what he, they say. Have this attitude in yourself. Okay, cool. So Jesus set an example. So what? Lots of religious people have set examples, right? I mean, monks have set themselves on fire to protest things. I could not do that. <laughs> like, unless God came down and said it, and then I'd still be like, but can you give me an aspirin first or something? So... <laughs> Now, okay, so now you've, this is like buying the program or getting the Peloton, and you're not seeing the results, right? It's just another thing. It's another diet. It's another fad, right? Jesus died. Great. This, you know, that leaves us with just our beliefs and ourselves, and we're trying real hard, okay? That's false hope. That's a scam. <laughs> I, had a, I had a scratcher sent to me by somebody doing a, a, a like, advertisement. Gosh, I hate this story. It's so embarrassing. So I, like, I was like, I'm going to do it. You know, it's like, scratch, see if you want it. I'm like, oh, okay. So I scratched three, and it's like 300, 300, 300. Oh, my gosh, I won. So I'm like, okay, I got to find out where this place is, you know. I don't know what I won, but I won. And so I'm like, all right, it's a car. There's a car dealer. You know, they're trying to do a thing. Okay, cool. I got to find out where they were. Go to the wrong place. They're having an event at a different place. Drove half an hour the wrong way. All right, cool. That's no big deal. Still going to go. Go check it out. Find them, track them down. They're like, oh, what kind of car are you interested in? I'm like, I'm not here for the car, dude. I won. That's what I'm here for. And <laughs> I know it hurts so bad to tell the story. And he's like, oh, uh, okay. Uh, let me see what you won. And like goes back. Here's a $5 Walmart gift card. Like, it says 300 though. I feel like it should be 300 of something, you know, like, cool. And in that moment, I'm just like, mm, mm-hmm, awesome. So that was the false hope, okay? <laughs> and, and I'm using the term Sunday school lightly. Our Sunday school is amazing. But what's the, what's the Sunday school gospel, right? Jesus loved me. And he died for me. 
right? That's basically like those two things. He loved and he died. Okay, here's another verse. If Christ has not been raised, for uh, your faith is worthless. You are still in your sins. What? That's in the Bible. <laughs> That's in Corinthians. If he's not raised, you, all of us are here for no reason. So Christianity is dependent on this miracle happening. Jesus had to conquer death, okay? So you might ask a real cynical question right now. Like, <laughs> why did he have to die? I don't get it. If God's mad at us, why does he send part of himself down here to become a baby, kill it, resurrect it again, and then he feels better about my sin? What does that have to do? Like, I don't do... You, have you ever asked that question? You, you should. Now we're asking it. Here we are on stage. Cool. Out of church. Right. Let's disassemble our whole faith. Um, fun. <laughs> so the, the reason is it's not just to set an example. Jesus purchased something. He did something. Okay. It's not an example for us to follow in the sense of like, I'm just going to do, I'm going to die a gory death too. Okay. <laughs> he, he wasn't selling a false path. He actually used his own program. His program was set, in into, um, set into motion when the first humans existed. And if you know the story of Adam and Eve, I'm going to go over it real quick. Like I said, we're doing the whole gospel in five minutes. Adam was, a, was the beginning, right? The, only, the first man to ever have a relationship with God. And he sinned. And then when he had children, the Bible says they were made in his image. Adam's image, but Adam was made in God's image. And if you, if you don't catch that, I think it's kind of a crucial thing. So all of us, spiritually speaking, we have received this, this thing that Adam did, this original sin. Does that make sense? This is how God thinks. He thinks of us as humans. He thinks of us as humans, right? We all inherited this thing, this missing part. So then we have this awesome system of sacrificing animals, which was weird. And, you know, for us it makes no sense, but we, we had to take the blood out of something that gives it life and spill it out to show you, man, there's something wrong. This is what it costs to cover up your sin. That seems gory and just a little gruesome, if I'm honest, right? So it was like, okay, now we got this ceremony and we got this disconnection from God, but we can kind of be right with him through priests and stuff. So if you're not familiar with what I'm saying, I'm glazing over it for a reason. I'll get to where I'm going. Jesus came, and Scripture says he is a second Adam. Who's Adam? The first guy to have a relationship with the God, and, and he passed on his genes, so to speak. Christ comes, and he goes, I'm going to do this again. But he lives a life with no sin whatsoever. He resists all the temptations because he's God. He did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. Remember the verse? And he was obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So he therefore was elevated. Okay? Does this start to make that picture a little more clear? Why it matters? I love the Bible. Um, <laughs> he wanted us to be like him in his resurrected life. Not like Adam in his permanent death. So he had to come and be one of us. He had to die as one of us. Have any of you had a boss that's ever rolled up his sleeves and got in there with you? You know, is that the best boss you've ever worked for? Why? Because he's willing to sacrifice. You are 
you are for him something to be preserved and helped. So Jesus didn't just say, hey guys, figure this ish out. I gave you the rules. Get off your butt and do something holy. He literally said, you want to talk about hell? You're only going there over my dead body. That's the only way you're getting in. I have done everything that I could do while giving you the freedom to choose. He never twists your arm. He never says you must. He says you can because of what I have done. It has now gone from being impossible to not just probable. All things are possible because Jesus' sacrifice was so good and glorious. It's not just a beautiful story about death and resurrection. It's God became man so that he could relate to us and then say, guess what? Now you're judged according to what I did, not what you do. Now you get to receive what I earned, not what you deserve. I love the Bible, but sometimes we don't realize how deep it goes. Jesus' sacrifice was not just a Sunday school. Thank you for washing my slate clean. His sacrifice was literally, I'm going to take your place. I'm going to get so low that nobody could ever dare doubt how much I love you. He washed the dirty feet of his servants while he walked this earth. He did so many things to show. And guess what? It's offensive as hell when you watch Jesus humble himself. When he sets that example, you think God's going to come in and do a certain thing. Jesus walks in and goes, I'm going to serve. Do likewise. It's so revolutionary. That's why we don't do it. Because it's so simple that we can't understand God has chosen to be worshipped in such simple ways as giving water to someone, as visiting someone in the, in the hospital, as praying for somebody, as taking care of the orphan and the widow. He has chosen to be glorified that way. He has not chosen to be glorified in us flagellating ourselves or praying harder. Does that make sense? Sorry, I'm preaching. Woo! Hiya! Okay. <laughs> We're all searching today, especially, I mean, if you can hear my voice, you're searching. Whether you know it or not, you are on a spiritual journey, and you could be doing everything possible to deafen yourself to, to the spiritual. That could be your journey, but you're still on it. Or you could be hungry and anxious for something to break through that's real in all this life, in all this, all this changing world where everything, what you said yesterday, you can't say anymore. What I thought I could do yesterday is no longer possible. I think if you're here and you, you are feeling that, this is your time to connect to the only thing that can satisfy that. His name is Jesus, and he loves you so much. And he died, and he was raised for you. Amen? Whew. Okay. I got to find my questions unless they can get up on the thing here. Oh, man. They're the Whoa! Hey. Again, give it up for those guys. So with, with this in mind, I know I kind of went everywhere, but I wanted, when I think of the Bible, this is literally, I'm like, if I could tell you one thing, it'd be everything. <laughs> um, but in what ways have your perceptions of God? So remember, what, whatever you think, don't, you don't have to judge it right now. Just whatever you think about God. How has that shaped your interactions with him? And I'm, lack of interaction is a shape. Does that make sense? 
And then in what ways have your perceptions of yourself shaped your interactions with God and with others? So in this context, I'm asking you to consider what do you think about God and what does that do for you? How does that actually play out? So just get into groups no more than three because we don't have a ton of time, but just get together. Thank you guys so much for listening. Just talk over these questions real quick. We'll put on some happy music and then <laughs> and we'll come up here and knock it out of the park. So thank you guys. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Humanity Church Podcast. We hope that this was a meaningful experience and we look forward to connecting again next week for another conversation around what it looks like to live by faith, to be known by love, and to be a voice of hope. Again, for more information about Humanity Church, you can visit us online at humanitychurch.com. And if you want to support the ongoing work here at Humanity Church, including this podcast, you can give online in about 10 seconds by texting the word Humanity Church, one word, to 77977. Thanks and have an amazing week.